This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Coming up this hour, do you have an office chair that no longer works for you? Or a desk? Or even some extra notebook paper? Well, it could be repurposed and used by Chicago teachers. We'll get into it. Plus, a Chicago nonprofit addresses black men's mental health through yoga. But first, the lakefront could be getting a makeover. Mayor Lori Lightfoot has created a group to recommend changes to museum campus. That's the nearly 60-acre chunk of land in Grant Park that stretches to the lake. It includes the Adler Planetarium, Shedd Aquarium, and the Field Museum. It's also a notorious hotspot for birders. And yes, Soldier Field is there too. The mayor is pushing for changes whether the Bears stay downtown or move to the suburbs. And we want to hear from you on this. What changes would you like to see on Museum Campus? Share your thoughts at 866-915-WBEZ. Again, that's 866-915-WBEZ. And joining us to discuss what a reimagined lakefront could look like is Heather Sharon, Chicago politics reporter at WTTW. Hi, Heather. Welcome back. Hi, Sasha. Thanks for having me. So to start, Heather, tell us who exactly is on this committee. Well, it is a series of heavy hitters, both in Chicago's business community and its nonprofit community. So it's going to be headed up by the head of Misero Financial, Richard Price. And his charge from the mayor is to rethink what the museum campus should look like. And of course, as you said, this has all sort of been triggered by the Bears' announcement that they have an option to buy the old Arlington Park racetrack and that they are considering leaving Soldier Field once their lease is up um, in several years. But there's nobody from Soldier Field or the Bears represented in the group. Why is that? That's right. Well, I, that was exactly the question I had for the mayor's office. And her spokesperson told me that because the Bears are simply a tenant of Soldier Field, it wouldn't be appropriate for them to be on this committee. But I do not think that that is entirely the story because, of course, the mayor has very publicly said that, that she plans to re-envision the future of Soldier Field in, in, you know, along with the museum campus, with the Bears or without the Bears. And we heard her sort of attempt to sort of turn the page um, back in September when this announcement by the team was made to say, look, we want them to stay. We're, we're going to try to help them stay. But this area of the city is underutilized. And we think that it merits a rethinking. So that process has finally begun. So how is this committee going to work exactly? Are they making recommendations that the mayor approves? That's a very good question. We don't we don't really know yet. And because this isn't sort of an official city committee, it's really an advisory group. Um, they don't necessarily have to abide by the Open Meetings Act or the Freedom of Information Act. And it's not really clear how members of the public could participate in this process and sort of weigh in on what's being considered. Um, you know, there's always sort of a lot of jokes and, you know, sort of cynical guffaws about, you know, when there's an intractable problem form a task force, form a blue ribbon committee, and, and maybe it'll get off the front pages. Yeah. So there's certainly some of that going on here. Um, but the deadline is looming. The Bears have said that they plan to make a decision about their future um, really in early 2023. And that is going to, that is sort of what's looming ahead. Because if the city does make an attempt to keep the Bears, if they're able to reach an agreement, the clock is ticking. And it's not really 
really clear what role this this group will have and sort of what that how that re-envisioning of the museum campus could influence those negotiations or you know a, a plan for the future to keep the Chicago Bears in Chicago. Right. And when we want to hear from you on this as well. A reminder to our, our listeners, give us a call. Tell us what changes you would like to see on Museum Campus. You can share your thoughts by dialing 866-915-WBEZ. Again, our number is 866-915-WBEZ. Heather, how do local leaders feel about this committee? Well, I think it's very much a work in progress. Um, These are all of the people that you want to have involved in this sort of endeavor involved, but it's not clear sort of what this re-envisioning means. You know, we know what the Bears' complaints about Soldier Field are. Um, They don't own it. Um, There are very, there's no real ability to expand the number of seats. Mm -hmm. Uh, The turf is a frequent source of complaints because it's a grass field and, of course, it's exposed to the elements and we are all enduring a Chicago weather winter so we know what that's what that weather is like um but there are also sort of you know uh, uh, you know side issues as well you know the Bears very publicly wanted the mayor to allow them to open a sports betting lounge much earlier than the city council approved it so there's a, a lot of sort of you know years and years of bad blood because this agreement goes back to the the Richard M. Daly era mm-hmm. where Soldier Field was was renovated. And I think there's a sense that this this deal is outdated. The question is, what replaces it? And nobody's quite sure what that will mean. Have you heard anything so far from committee members about what they want to see happen? Nope, I have not. And, you know, it is going to be, I think, a real challenge for us in the news media to sort of you know, pry our way in there because these are all people who like to work behind the scenes and they, I believe, would believe the best case scenario is where they meet behind closed doors and then present some sort of offer or, you know, super best case scenario in agreement. So it's going to be very difficult for us to sort of get a glimpse of those negotiations because nobody likes to negotiate in public, I guess, except for us, right? (laughs) Right. We like public negotiations. Of course. Well, Heather, let's yeah. let's do a brief check-in with one right now. Joining us is committee member Juanita Irizarry, executive director of Friends of the Parks. Hi, Juanita. Thanks for coming on the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. So tell us your vision for the future of Museum Campus. Sure. Well, you know, I think that a lot of attention is being brought to the Bears Stadium um, point of view about this, but there is really a lot more going on along the lakefront in that area. So, you know, Friends of the Parks has been hearing from the Shedd Aquarium, which is um, moving forward its proposal to do a bunch of renovations. That includes some changes to the exterior of their their building and the part of the museum campus that they control. And we've been hearing from a casino developer that wants to, uh, you know, take over McCormick Place East or Lakeside Center. So in our minds, this is not just about the Bears Stadium. Um, so Friends of the Parks is thinking about kind of best case scenarios to make sure that we keep our lakefront open, free mm-hmm. and clear um, yeah. all, all along that, that area. Well, let's dig into that a little bit more because the mayor said that one of the reasons behind this committee is to increase tourism year round, 
right? Mm -hmm. So how do you protect green space and increase tourism? Well, tourism doesn't have to mean the same thing for everybody, right? A lot of people come to Chicago because we have a glorious lakefront where they can take a bike ride or enjoy a beach or, you know, take a walk in nature. So one doesn't have to presume that tourism means how much money is generated. Now, certainly there will be those for whom that is the only definition, and that is often um, presumed when people say that a park is underutilized. It means it's not creating enough revenue for the city or the park district, for example. So certainly that is a concern for some. But one way to promote tourism is to promote an open, clear, and free lakefront. I see. Well, you know, you said in the Sun-Times that you are assuming that the bears are already out the door. So just sum it up for us, Juanita. What would you like to see happen to Soldier Field? Oh, honestly, Friends of the Parks is more interested in what happens to the Soldier Field parking lot than what happens specifically to the stadium. I I will remind everyone that uh, Friends of the Parks did sue over the spaceship-like addition to Soldier Field, which turned it, uh, which took away its historic designation, and we lost over that. So um, clearly we never wanted it to be what it is today. Um, But our emphasis right now is on the deal that Mayor Daley made when the current museum campus was created Mm -hmm. and um, DuSable Lakeshore Drive was rerouted. And that included a commitment to move the Soldier Field parking lot west of DuSable Lakeshore Drive, and that never happened. So we see this as an amazing opportunity to talk about what are the ways to green that parking lot mm-hmm. so that we are no longer, you know, having that concrete thing there uh, that we, you know, so many people said it would be better to build a building there than to have a parking lot. Right. And we say the whole reason we fought having a building there was to have this day come where it can finally be turned into green space. Gotcha. Well, thank you for taking the time to talk with us, Juanita. Sure. If you're just tuning in, this is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and WTTW reporter Heather Sharon is still with us. We're discussing a new committee that was tasked with revamping Museum Campus, and we want you to join the conversation, too. So give us a call and tell us what changes you would like to see on Museum Campus. And if the Bears move to the suburbs, what should happen to Soldier Field? Our number is 866-915-WBEZ. Again, 866-915-WBEZ. Heather, let's uh, turn back to you. Give us a sense of scale here. How large is the museum campus? It is 57 acres. And when I say it is prime real estate, I mean prime real estate. So we're talking about everything from the from McCormick Place north all the way to really Navy Pier. And um, it, it really is considered by many sort of the jewel of downtown Chicago, the jewel of Chicago. And I think the mayor truly believes that it is underutilized and that it can serve... Um, a more prominent role as Chicago continues to endure and eventually we all hope recover from the COVID-19 pandemic as not only a draw for tourists, but also a place where people can go, you know, to enjoy the city and enjoy the lake and, um, and not just, you know, be somewhere people go when they've got out of town guests and they want to bring the kids to the Shedd Aquarium or if they've got tickets for the Bears game to more fully integrated into sort of the the fabric of city life. Yeah. So are we about to see a lot of construction 
on museum campus? Um, <laughs> def- definitely, definitely not. Um, if people like the Friends of the Parks have anything to say about it. Yeah, for sure. Now, the, the city has a lakefront protection ordinance, and that ordinance prohibits any structures east of Lakeshore Drive. There are probably a few exceptions that I'm not thinking about, but that is it the long and the short of it is and longtime Chicagoans will remember the deep and bruising fight over the proposed Lucas Art Museum, which was not far away from Soldier Field. And I think we heard, you know, Juanita from the Friends of the Parks say very clearly that what they have their eye on is those parking lots. And I think that is where we're going to see a lot of attention mm-hmm. because there are many Chicagoans who do not want to see the lakefront change significantly in terms of what structures are there. Let's hear from a caller, Heather. Here's Gregory, who's calling us from Rogers Park. Hi, welcome to Reset. Good afternoon, madam. I apologize for the mundane nature of my call, but as a taxi cab driver and wheelchair taxi cab driver for 19 and a half years, I beg you to please put in a proper taxi cab stand for the the world famous mm. John G. Shedd Aquarium, so we don't get in the way of the valet and uh, and other people picking up family members. That way, it'll make it safe and clear where we're supposed to be, and there won't be any conflict over that. And and a dome on the on on Soldier Field to keep the Bears in Chicago. Thank you very much. Not mundane at all, Gregory. Thank you <laughs> no. for calling. No, that's a really good point, actually. Transportation issues have been at the heart of sort of the debate over what the museum campus should look like, who should have access to the museum campus, and how. Um, You know, back, if you can even conceive of 2014, uh, uh, Rahm Emanuel formed a very similar task force to examine transportation issues, Mm -hmm. and that sort of never went anywhere. So, of course, that's the risk at a group like this, is that they have a bunch of meetings, and maybe they put out a glossy report, but nothing really changes. And I I think that that is sort of, you know, the risk that nothing changes, and you still have people like that last caller sort of finding access, especially for those, you know, who who can't or who can't sort of, you know, take an Uber there. Um, Of course, they're going to be, you know, sort of perhaps left out if Mm -hmm. those sort of considerations aren't aren't considered. And and remind us, the last time we saw big changes like this made to museum campus? Well, you know, it's been many years, but you know, essentially Lakeshore Drive has been rejiggered in that area to create a smoother ride and to prevent traffic situations. So it's really been sort of, I want to say, since the Bears Stadium or Soldier Field, I should say, was renovated, you know, almost 20 years ago, more than 20 years ago now. Mm-hmm. That that was really the last big change. And a lot of people feel like those changes have outlived their usefulness. And mm-hmm. it's time to... Uh, enter the 21st century, I guess. We got a comment from Sue from DePaul, uh, from the DePaul area, and uh, she says, pry off the addition on Soldier Field and sell it to Arlington Heights. (laughs) I do not think that she is the only Chicagoan who feels that way. Uh, That's for sure. That was funny. Uh, Let's hear from Alan. I think Alan's on the line from uh, near the near north side. Hi, Alan. Welcome to Reset. Uh, Thank you. Um, yeah, my comment is that, you know, everything great about Chicago flows from the open lakefront. So it's so important that that is maintained. This is what distinguishes us from, excuse me, from every other Great Lakes city. Uh, and it, it, it really is what makes us so great. So I hope they don't come up with plans 
you know, to overbuild over there. We gave, we let the Lucas Museum go somewhere else to Los Angeles because it's more important to keep the lakefront free and clear. Thanks for calling, Alan. Good point there, right, Heather? Absolutely. Uh, there is nothing that Chicagoans prize more. I mean, perhaps Chicago-style hot dogs, but the, the lakefront is such a source of civic pride, and there are any number of civic organizations and Chicagoans who are really willing to fight on every possible level to keep it open. And that's why, even though the Lucas Museum had the heft of George Lucas and the lore of Star Wars and the support of former mayor Rahm Emanuel, mm-hmm. like our caller said, it's in Los Angeles, not Chicago. Right. Um, and that is how, how important the lakefront is. Let's quickly hear from one last caller. Here's Matthew in Albany Park. Hi, Matthew. Hello. What are your thoughts? Um, I was wondering if there had been any, um, any studies or, or any explorations into potentially using that area as a carbon sink to offset pollution um, in, uh, you know, sort of like southern parts of Chicago where the steel mills used to be or uh, or carbon from vehicles. Thank you. Good question. Any thoughts? We, we have reached the limits of my expertise. I know. Um, <laughs> and that's where are... <laughs> your museum campus expertise end. <laughs> Yes, um, that is a proposal I have not heard. Um, I, I am honestly speechless, and mm. I, I thank the caller for bringing that up. I, I think it does sort of indicate that there are a lot of possibilities that a lot of people haven't even begun to thought to think of because this place, the lakefront, has really sort of been you know held in amber for so long. So this is really an attempt to have those perhaps out of the box ideas and to think, why not? Let's talk about it. Absolutely. Well, Matthew, that was a, a great suggestion there. We'll have to, I don't want to leave you hanging, but we'll, we'll have to look into it. And maybe we can do a future segment on whether there have been any studies to show the, uh, the benefits of using the lakefront as a potential carbon sink. Uh, but we've been speaking with WTTW reporter Heather Sharon. Heather, great to have you on. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.